Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Howell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today, we're checking in with the tea bag. Yeah! Yes! My favorite episodes! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, you guys submitted a lot of great questions. We're actually going to go through a lot. I feel like we knocked a lot out. Um... Okay, before we get into the show, follow us on Twitter if you'd like. We're at tea time underscore 33. And definitely follow us on Instagram. It's Amelia's best work. It's at tea time pod. Okay, before we get into the questions, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. All right, you guys, we're checking in with the teabag. We reached in, the teabaggers delivered. Um, <laughs> we've broken these up into categories um, because, of course, we did. So we're going to do like celebrity questions, beauty questions, rant, you know, miscellaneous, whatever. They're all a little bit miscellaneous, um, which is mm-hmm. why we love you guys. So <laughs> we're starting with the celeb questions because this is a pop culture podcast. Let's get so these out of the say. way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, first question comes from at Kathleen M. Hill, you could ask any celeb one question that they had to answer honestly. Who and what would you ask? <laughs> great question. Great question. Great. <laughs> I actually have thought about this in the past because celebrities are so secretive yeah. for, I guess, good reason. What's your answer? Having okay. put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> okay. Off the top, and I think, I don't know if this is like recency bias or what, but genuinely, I want to ask, like, Britney Spears, if she's good once and for all, do I have to worry about you? Do I not? I cannot yeah. tell. And the more I dive like into it, the more confused and conflicted I get. So I just want to know, do I have to worry about you? Do I not? Are you good? You know? Yeah. Just you good to Britney Spears. Just you yeah. good? Yeah. 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 Okay, <laughs> you guys go. Question. What's a question you guys would ask? Well, I was like kind of trying to hack it. You know how like when they talk about, you know, asking a genie for three wishes and like you're supposed to ask for more wishes. So I was like, how could I hack this question? This really wasn't the spirit of the question, but it's just how my brain worked. So I was like, what celebrity knows the most celebrity secrets? And then you can go to this celebrity and ask, what is the juiciest celebrity secret that you know? So I was like, like, maybe like a talk show host. Like, I feel like Graham Norton has so many celebrities. Yeah. Maybe just like someone really high up behind the scenes in the like entertainment industry. You go and you're like, what is something that no one knows? Yeah. That's a very famous person. So that's my hack. And then also, I just want to ask Leonardo DiCaprio about the headphones. (laughs) Oh my God, that's a good one. (laughs) If he uses them in the bedroom and if so, why? And I just have a lot of questions about that. And I just want to know if it's true. So (laughs) that is funny. That's good. That's really, I love your hack. It was very like galaxy brain. Yeah. Outsource it is really smart. Like my fourth question, I think I would go to Barack Obama and be like, who is the least favorite celebrity you've met? Because you're right. You should go to someone who knows a lot of people mm-hmm. or have had a lot of exposure. I feel like right. it's better yeah. going that route. Amelia, what are your thoughts on oh your question? Oh my God. The, I mean, both of yours were good. I would say 
I have two <laughs> right more questions. Right off the top. Okay, yeah, Yes, please go. Okay, I'm asking Jennifer Aniston. Tell us what really went down Love with that. the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie mm. situation. Good Is, one. Did he cheat? Did you know? Did you hack his phone? What actually happened? And then right. lastly, this is really just for me, but I do want Kylie Jenner to take me through a realistic day at her plastic surgeons. Like, I just gotta yes. know what Actually, is going on behind the curtain. That is a, game a great plan? question. Yes. Oh, that's good. What's that's her a very routine? specific, that's a specific one. That's like and, a good, like, action item. Right. That yeah. is a really smart, and actually, piggybacking off of that, I thought of one. I think I would definitely ask, or if I could just, like, send it out into the universe, I'd be like, all the procedures that each and every one of the Kardashians slash Jenners have done. Yes, yes. Mm. Because Love that is something, know. Amelia, me and you will never find out. And I it's mean, just going to be one of the world's greatest <laughs> mysteries. And I'm kind of upset because we I'm can so only, curious. Yeah, we can only speculate. It's so yeah, right. rude. We can only hope for a tell-all book one day once <laughs> the doctor's NDAs expire in like seven <laughs> decades. Um, okay, let's keep going. Next question is from Ben Burbach. And... This is a good one. What echelon of fame will Rita Ora ride this relationship? Marvel cameo? FaceTime with ScarJo and Colin Jost? What did she talk to Russell Crowe about on their bike ride? So this is this is in reference to Rita Ora supposedly dating Taika Waititi, right? Yes. yes. And also our, our Rita Ora being the most popular girl in Australia right. conversation. We were ahead of the right. we were several weeks ahead of the game on the Rita Ora in Australia circuit, I just yes, want to say. We yes, we um, were. Great question. Uh, it's like a weird, it's a weird celebrity circle for her. Like, yeah. I don't see her in the Marvel universe Neither at all, I. certainly. <laughs> uh, she's not a serious actress. So it's not like she's going to show up in Taika Waititi movies. Although right. he is very loyal to like a certain group of actors that he puts in a lot of his movies. So like, mm-hmm. if he did start casting her in things, then she would be set for like 10 years or like whenever the relationship <laughs> expires. Right. I honestly like kind of just want her to go back to music. She had some pop songs like when I was in college that were pretty catchy. Mm. And they're the only thing that she's ever done where I've been like, okay, like you're actually pretty good at this. Remember yeah. her song with Iggy Azalea, Black Widow? Oh, yes. Maybe they should like redo that and then like put that in the Black Widow movie and like that's the Marvel oh, crossover. Oh, okay. that's a good idea. That's it. That's all sure. I've got in terms I'm, of Rita. Yeah. In the uh, Marvel Universe. I'm sure Iggy Azalea is down. I don't, I Listen, think she bring them both back. Bring them both back. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. <laughs> okay. Um, next one. I'm just going to shoot this directly at Amelia because I have been waiting for your unfiltered thoughts on this. It's from Thank you. at RK Maloney. Benefer 2.0, yay or nay? We got a couple questions about this. <laughs> we um, did a lot. Yeah, you know, decent amount. I would say yay. Why not? They're familiar with each other. I think that's great. You know, they both uh, seemingly came out of, I don't know, weird relationships. A-Rod apparently cheated on J-Lo and Anna DeArmas just like up and left him. I don't know what happened there, but you know, why not? They're both getting pressed from it. So just, you know, I hope the best for them, I guess. Amelia, is this the least expected ex she w- got, could have gotten back with to you? Because it is to me. Of all the, really? like, I thought maybe a Mark Anthony situation would have oh, come wow. before Ben Affleck, but I don't know. I think he's married, but I, I like Ben Affleck. I feel like he's at the right time in his life, you know, (laughs) where he's, you know, he's like hooked up with the younger woman, Mm. done that. He has children, you know, he has a good ex-wife. Now he can get back with JLo. They were engaged. So why not try it once more when everyone's a little more mature, I guess. I feel like he's too similar to A-Rod only in that he has this like yeah. old chaotic energy and also just like <laughs> can't learn to, I don't know. He just can't learn from his I, past mistakes. I feel like A-Rod is a lot less genuine than Ben mm. Affleck. I, Cause I feel like Ben Affleck just wears his like depression and <laughs> self-loathing on his sleeve. And I mean, I have to respect that. And uh, yeah, whereas like A-Rod, I feel like wants to pretend that everything's okay. Like, like I didn't cheat or just, you know, the fact that he came out with this Instagram where he was playing Cold Place Fix You and looking yeah. at photos. <laughs> like That is so like calculated to me. And that is so <laughs> just like, what narrative are you trying to shift here? Like you liar. So mm. 
Yeah. She can do so much better, you guys. You're insane. Jill should not be <laughs> okay. dating Ben Affleck. She should not know. be dating Why any not? man with a back tattoo like that, with scruff like that, who's on <laughs> ever been on Raya, who knows what Raya is. Oh. She needs to be dating like A-list, A-list, current all-star, really hot, maybe 20 years younger than her. That's what I think. I don't know okay. who, but what, that's my range for her. Fingers she does crossed. not need to go back to Ben Affleck. Absolutely not. You're probably, yeah, that's perhaps <laughs> right. Okay. Um, the next category of questions is like related to movies, TV, books, and music. So, first one is from Kelly Anderson. A recommendation of something to watch, like movie, TV, YouTube video, something to read, like a book, magazine, article, and something to listen to, like a music and podcast. You guys have any recommendations up your sleeves? I do. I'm ready. Go ahead. My comfort YouTube video for the past couple weeks has been Rina Sawayama's Tiny Desk Concert. She did like the mm. NPR Tiny Desk Concert. Just crushed it. Uh, I've watched it like 50 times. It's so good. If you don't know who she is, you should. She's fabulous. She's like a British pop star. That's my watching recommendation. Reading is Gideon the Ninth. It's like a sci-fi series. If you're not mm. into sci-fi, you can ignore it. But if you like sci-fi, <laughs> you should look it up. Give it a shot. It's very like darkly funny. And listen is uh, Ollie London from Years and Years, um, which was big like five years ago. Mm. Uh, he's gone solo and he has a new single called Starstruck and he has a new album mm. coming out soon. And it's very like sort of song of the summer vibes. Really fun. Really peppy. Yeah. Um, and I really like him. So those are my three. What a well-rounded answer. Yeah, Thank you, Hallowell. Really Thanks. good answer. Jeez. Amelia, you have any recs to throw into the mix? Yeah, let's see. I guess for recommendations for something to watch, I don't know. I feel like I just watch so many different things, but lately <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been trying to get back watching previous seasons of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because that is mm. premiering soon and the whole drama with Erica Jane Girardi and whether or not she stole money from widows and orphans, as Dorit <sighs> said. On the preview. Um, so I, I try and watch like last season with season 10. And I know Hulu has all the seasons. So and I don't know. I just love Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I think that might be my my go to um, franchise in yeah. um, the Real Housewives. Uh, yeah. So that and then something to read. You know, Vanity Fair if you go and subscribe to them, you can have access to all of their back uh, issues, their archives. Mm. And they have some really good articles from years and years ago. There was one that I read recently that was about like a racehorse that died. Um, oh. oh, yes. It was very sad. But um, it was about Barbaro, who I think I don't remember when this happened, like 2007 or something. But he died. He was like running in one of the big races. It was a really interesting article. And I think the article was from like 2007 or something. But anyway, the, I'm just saying that for a small fee each month, you can educate yourself by <laughs> buying a subscription. So that's my that's, recommendation for that. That's a good rec because I feel like we all have such a short attention span right now, too. Yeah. Like if you can't yes. read a whole book, just like do a little long form article. Just do a little yeah. long form. Wait, my book recommendation goes along with that with short attention spans. Love and Color. I think we've talked about her before. I'm reading it. It's a collection of short stories. It's from Mm. my favorite Twitter follow, Bolu Babalola. She is so funny. She loves her love. And she just like, I think also this is more of her like online presence, but I feel like the the common theme of Tea Time too is like, it's not embarrassing to like, like rom-coms or like these really kind of girly, silly movies, like, and society tells us it's embarrassing, but it's not. Mm. She has a through line of all of that, like you should love and celebrate love. And that's not silly at all. Um, But anyway, the book that she wrote that just came out is a collection of short love stories that are taken from like folklore and mythology and she's like reimagining it kind of and like Mm. puts new life into it. It's so good. And it's just like a really heartwarming, nice read, but each chapter is a different story. Nice. Can't wait to read it. I love her. Um, And then I've also been watching a lot of the, I think we've talked about this, a lot of YouTube. uh, And I've been Mm. watching the Vogue beauty secrets videos because they're so addicting for some reason. And they make me feel good. Like all these celebrities just putting nice things on their faces and just kind of like <laughs> chatting that. aimlessly through it. Yes. 
Amelia, any other recommendations before we move on to the next question? I feel like I cut you off. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I guess the only other thing I would have to recommend is I have been trying to go. I've been trying because, you know, when we shared all of our Spotify playlists and mine was like embarrassingly horrible. <laughs> oh, you're like wrapped playlists. Yeah. Right yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to like actively listen to better music and just like trying to listen to better music. It's not going great, but um, I will say that I've discovered this one. They're not even, I guess they're a band. I don't, I don't see. I'm not, I, then I get myself into these situations where I have to explain something and it's not working out. Um, The band is called home and it's just like electronic kind of music, but it's good. I don't know. It's like nice background music. Yeah. What was your top song again? Was it Tim McGraw? <laughs> yes. So it's not oh Tim McGraw. God. So listen, we're moving in an upward trajectory. Thank you. Yeah. Amelia, yeah. I have thought about that too, as I'm like in the gym listening to this disgusting like <laughs> Miami club music. <laughs> like this is going to come on my rap and that's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. Next question. At Sarah Perkins one asks, if you did a cringe mode book, what would be the first read? Great question. Uh, gotta say, like, Meg Cabot has so oh. many options that we could delve into. Princess That's Diaries, a obviously, a classic series. Also, we talk a lot about Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging. <laughs> yes, that came. That's yeah, funny. I thought of that, too. Uh, so those were the two that came to mind in terms of books that we've thought about and, like, sort of go with our, like, demographic. Yeah. Oh, that's good answer. That's a really good answer. I was thinking, you guys ever read like Sophie Kinsella books? You know, like the Confessions of a, of shop- a Shopaholic. <laughs> <laughs> shopaholic and Baby. I read all of those. Me and my sister that's both. Amazing. And I think it was actually made into a really trash movie. Um, yes, with Isla are- Fisher. Yeah. Australian Queen. So, yeah, I think that would be my answer. <laughs> Australian Queen, yeah. That's really funny. Um, I would say probably... The Gossip Girl series. Oh, yeah. that's good. I that's a good answer. I used to be obsessed with the gossip. I would like yeah. just wait until the new book <laughs> dropped on at Barnes and Noble. And I was like, yes, <laughs> really into Gossip Girl in like high school. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could do that. That's a good answer. We can um, probably trace a lot of issues back to those books. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Next question from Roman Peregrino. This is good. I've been saying that a lot, but this one is really funny. Good thought experiment. Which one of you three would last the longest on A, The Masked Singer, B, (laughs) Survivor, and C, Great British Bake Off? So good. Oh, my God. Uh, It's got to be Amelia on The Masked Singer. (laughs) And Survivor, though. She's got to Survivor. Exactly. Yes, because of the level of enthusiasm, the level of knowledge. (laughs) She knows how to play the game. Exactly. On both both of them. And Masked Singer really, like, it comes down to performance. I don't know how Amelia's singing is, but, like, Uh. the the way that she clutches her microphone during this podcast, I'm like, she just has (laughs) something in her. You know, like, she has the stage presence. (laughs) So true. I just think she would make the most out of that opportunity. I also feel like Amelia has a certain mental fortitude that I do not. That really, I don't know about that. To survive on either a (laughs) desert island or a stage in front of Jenny McCarthy or whoever, (laughs) and she's she's just mentally stronger than I am. And I think that's why you need to succeed. That's very kind of you to say that. No no question. I think you could crush it on Survivor. Mass Singer. I feel like you would have to like really strat it because again, like I don't know singing lessons. Right. I don't know about that level of it, but um, I do have total faith in your Survivor. you guys could do Survivor too. Like you're athletic. No, and I don't like hungry. outside. Oh, okay. Um. Well, yeah, me too. I get hot. well, and the sleep deprivation. Oh, no, nope, I, I take like a nap every day, so I don't think you know. <laughs> okay, which one out of us three and Kaya? Who is lasting longest on Great British Bake Off? I think I would do well on the Great British Bake Off yeah. for the yeah, similar, same reasons as Amelia. Where like I've just seen all of it. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, they love when you make a key lime pie. Paul doesn't <laughs> like pickles. Prue loves alcohol. You I know, love it's that like you, know you just that. gotta know. Yeah. yeah, I know how to prove things. Uh, yeah, so I, I yeah. I feel I don't, I don't know that, that I could win, but neither do I. I, I was just nodding just my head. See it. You just have to see it, and then you kind of know <laughs> what to do. So yeah, I think I that I think that's an easy answer that you're Liz, going to Liz, what reality to. show do you think you would like if you had to go on a reality show and compete competitively, which one would you do the best on? <laughs> like undercover boss or something? <laughs> If I become a boss, uh, no. Um, oh my god! Now I need to see you on Undercover Boss. Liz, no, like, I puts on just a like baseball that TV cap show. and like goes into the Ringer editorial bullpen and pretends to be named Danny. 
That's like the ringer under oh her Oh my God. No, I'm pretty much doomed That's on reality funny. TV. Also, I just like, I I don't like the cameras on, the, the mic always attached to you. I can't sure, say anything. Right. I'm, it kind of goes against everything that you- <laughs> Yeah, no private part of you. conversations. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. so funny. Okay, next question is from at Belinda AR. 57. If you could nice. choose to watch one TV series over and over again for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Guys, I overthought this one also. <laughs> of <laughs> no, course you good. did. <laughs> so TV series in history that have the most episodes. Because if you're only oh. watching one TV series, you want to have the, the largest range of episodes. Number one, The Simpsons, 703 episodes. Wow. The Simpsons never- from you? Never seen The Simpsons. <laughs> Don't know if I like it, but 703 episodes, like that's... A lot Some of, of television. the earlier stuff is funny. Right. And I mean, it's very popular. It has to be popular for yeah, a reason, I mean, it's right? A, it's, a, it's a funny yeah. show. I mean, as of recently, like it hasn't been the best, but like some of the earlier stuff is like very, right. very funny. Yeah. So yeah. I just feel like in terms of range, also Law & Order SVU has a 490. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure my oh, mom that's has a good seen one. all that's of them. That's a lot. Jeez. Yeah. Also, but yeah, that was what my head was thinking. I was like, go mm-hmm. with something that has a lot of episodes. But my heart yeah. would say just like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is just a personal favorite. Right. Oh, right, I love right. that. Okay. Yeah. What about you guys? Amelia? Well, I, I know The Office has a bunch of episodes mm. and I think they're really funny and rewatchable. So yeah. maybe The Office, I that's guess. A good pick. That was yeah. my answer. I feel like we've talked about this before. The worst thing that's happened in the last like eight years is the oversaturation and having like the <laughs> yes. office be a personality yes. trait. Because unfortunately I am one of those people yeah. that like really like the office and now it's Same. like kind of annoying to like, right. I don't know. But that We're would be my answer We're going to get into that too. later when we talk about Chugi. <laughs> the office is apparently Chugi now. Oh yeah. So, I can't wait for yeah. that. We'll get, we'll get into that at the end. Okay. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, Restrictions all apply. See website for details. At Amanda Sense asks, top three must-have songs on a road trip playlist. <laughs> I like this. I also put too much thought into this. Again, you <laughs> go first. Go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like all, all of us might have, Kate, I know you have, I have road tripped across the country twice from North Carolina mm-hmm. to California. Damn. So I feel like I have some experience with the, the art of the road trip. And the first one is just, 
obvious, but I'm going to get into like a more nuance. I think genuinely life is a highway slaps on every road trip. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh my God. Yes. It's the most common baseline <laughs> answer, but it, it's, it is that way for a reason. <laughs> for a reason. It's yeah, for a reason. It's you turn it on and the person next to you is like, haha, that's funny. And then the chorus comes and you're like, let's do it. You know? <laughs> oh my God. Great choice. It yes. gets you every time. <laughs> it's unbeatable. That's, that's really yeah. good. I also think the Mamma Mia soundtrack is oh, just all time great sing along. Uh-huh. And then the rumors yes. album from Fleetwood Mac is like for the slower times where you want to be quiet, kind of sing to yourself. God. What about you Those guys? are great choices. We actually went really a good. very similar rubric. Okay. Uh, so for the three, I was like, you need one Broadway song that everyone like can sing along <laughs> to, especially if like you get really into it. Like everyone has their own part. Um, oh, and yeah. I do remember doing this with uh, Dream Girls. It's all over with my siblings oh. coming back from college. Wow. Also, like maybe a little lame is if you're feeling nasty. Um, and then <laughs> and an oldie that everyone knows. So similar to Life is a Highway. Yeah. I guess that's an oldie now. I picked King of Wishful Thinking by Go West, which is just classic. Um, wow. And then if you're driving, you just get to pick one for you. I'm always right. driving. That's uh, true. So I did pick a K-pop song, which I went with Love nice. Night by EXO, which is just great. It's just a fun windows down pop song. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah, those are my Dang, three. you guys right. chose really good ones. I'm going to really <laughs> embarrass mean, myself. We, we know all about your music taste. That's true. Our expectations are on the ground. Please go ahead. Okay, good, good. I'm glad. Keep them there because that's where they're going to end up. Um, I would say I would do like a maybe baby one more time just because like oh great everybody loves that song everyone knows lyrics um also there's this john mayer song on his live album where the light is and it's called in your atmosphere and it's just like a really good long song that's a good one Uh, live albums are good for road trips in general they are i agree setting like a tone for like an hour and a half is is a good strategy (laughs) yes it is you know and then i don't know why but this is kind of similar in the vein of life is a highway but the song cruise <laughs> i love that <laughs> song florida georgia line that one yes, yes. featuring nelly the I one featuring nelly yeah that song oh it's my god really good it's, it's legitimately really good, good. that's yeah. a great answer and everyone doesn't think or they think they don't know the lyrics but it turns out you do it's you do. somewhere in i there. know yeah yeah, yeah. wow true. great no that was amazing that was the best well, thank answer. you Okay, next question's for me, and I'm really sorry, but um, no, I, was, I wanted to answer it. I had to. Okay, this is from Natasha Collins. So, Natasha Collins, thank you. Um, question for Liz. Favorite season slash favorite person of UK Love Island to date? And then question for all of you guys. Favorite celebrity to follow? Okay, like Kate, I did put a lot of thought into this yes. because I have an extensive Love Island knowledge. And it will be no spoilers because I won't say the winner, but Obviously, Love Island, you couple up. So just, you'll probably forget this in, after I say it. So it's fine. Um, I will say my least favorite season of Love Island is the one I'm currently watching, which is season four, which is like Meg and Wes and Danny and Jack and those people. I actually am kind of struggling to finish it. I'm almost done. And it's the most boring people. Uh, but the only redeeming factor is that Scott, so one of the contestants is now dating a Hamlin sister whose sister is dating Scott Disick, Amelia oh, Hamlin, yes. Delilah. A.L. Booker is dating. Okay. My favorite season is probably season two, but mostly season three. Season three is like Kem and Amber, Camilla and Jamie, Chris and Olivia. I still follow all these people on Instagram, even though this season aired a very long time ago. (laughs) There's great bromance in this season, but there's also a lot of great romance. And the people themselves are really, really fucking funny. And it's just, inter- you know, each episode's an hour and they're all just chatting to each other. So it helps when the people are entertaining. And then season two is really early on. Um, it was really early on in the show's history, obviously. So it's much more graphic than it is now. They kind of let a lot of things air that we don't do anymore. So it's just an interesting glimpse into rea- early reality TV. But I think favorite contestants to answer your question, and thank you again for asking it, is Amber from season five, Danny from season four, Olivia from also season two, no, from season three, and then Shanice and Luke, because that was the only good thing to come out of season six. So that's my answer. Nice. Great. And thank you again. Um, Do you guys have favorite celebrities to follow that you want to pitch in here? I have to say, I ignored this question as soon as I saw question for Liz. So I missed this. Um, no, I don't have an answer. I I don't know that anyone has really. I've like been very annoyed with all the celebrities on my feed during the pandemic. I'm like, yeah, shut up. You I know? feel that. Amelia? 
Um, you know, I, I don't follow like a bunch of celebrities, but I enjoy. I mean, I don't know if you can. She's a celebrity, but like she's more of a public figure. Like I love Michelle Obama, so like I follow mm. Michelle Obama. But, um, and you know. I do some dumb ones too that are just like, why am I following this person? But you know, I, I do. It's uh, the two, two people from uh, 90 day fiance who I just like, I'm obsessed with. <laughs> yes. It's very embarrassing. Uh, and then a few survivor people. And then I have like Adele. I follow Adele. I don't Is know. Is she active? Just the other day, she posted like a big photo dump. Yeah, yes. So every once in a while, you know, she'll drop some gems and then I'll feel Mm -hmm. like I'm in the loop and I'm like, great. I know what's going on. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next question from at Natalie AN629. They asked, what is y'all's favorite high school show slash show about high school age teens of all time? Well, I already mentioned Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so I'm actually going to go with Friday Night Lights in addition Ooh, to that. Ooh, that's a good one. Love yeah. Friday Night Lights. Wow. So good. Yeah. That's um, but there back. are so many options. There are so many good ones. Yeah. I went slightly older only just because I know this was not at all the question, but I just want to <laughs> plug the show Greek where I can. That's about Ooh. college age kids. But so good. You guys should watch it. It's I just all when that time was show. huge. And then like no one talks about it anymore. And it was and like then, on Fox fa- or ABC Family or Freeform, yeah. whatever. And like, so yeah. that, okay. And didn't Allison Herman, she just wrote a- Yeah, she did. A, it was a great piece. Yeah. Yeah. So go yeah. read that, everyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> I would say I, I'm i obsessed with the OC. I have not mm-hmm. listened to the podcast yet with um, Rachel Bilson. And I don't remember the other woman's name. I apologize. Uh, but <laughs> she played Julie Cooper. But- um. I just I love I love the OC really good love the OC just ev- and everything that came out of the OC um, which mm-hmm. is like Laguna Beach Real Housewives of Orange County yeah love, what a legacy. love that show just yeah. a, a great legacy yeah <laughs> okay next one this is an easy this is a softball for us because we have <laughs> answered this in the past yeah, um, I know from, I had to add it at B ball GS want to get into survivor, but overwhelmed by all the seasons where to start Amelia. Thank you for asking this. Uh, I would say, I think if you're going to start anywhere, you can either start a season one. It's a lot different from survivor now, but at least you get like a feeling of this is the first season. And you know, like you get the first alliance, uh, just the whole, what is survivor? It's a little boring cause it's slower paced and it's, it, the game has like just totally evolved since, but, um, that's a good one. I would say Pearl Islands is a really good one. That's season seven. You get to meet some great characters. It's really fun. Um, and season 28, which is Kageyan, which is, that's a really, really fun season. Um, and that's more of like the new school version and it's really fast paced and it's great. Um, I would also say you could do millennials versus Gen X, which is really, really good. That one's season 33 or maybe even season 37 survivor David versus Goliath. Um, and again, these are all like, uh, none of these are an all stars version. So these are all like new casts, which is kind of nice to start from. So you don't have to, you know, know people beforehand but yeah what do you think well I was just gonna say I want to direct you the person who asked this to our Instagram because Amelia put together a great Instagram post breaking down thank you what to watch of all the survivor seasons so it's comprehensive there's also an episode I don't even remember when like a month ago maybe where we spent (laughs) like upwards of 12 minutes. I know. I'm so sorry. I fucking loved it. Um, But anyway, yeah, we have this whole post that Amelia put together that's really comprehensive and really good. Thank you. Okay. Personal questions. Only two. At Somo Curcio, uh, we need to know your zodiac signs. Let's we have do never it. discussed wow. astrology on this podcast, which is why I put this in the outline. I don't think any of it's us are really question. into it, but I have a lot of thoughts about it. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, what are your signs? I'm a Libra and I do follow a couple uh, like astrology things on Instagram. And I'll be like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that seems about right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm <laughs> yeah. very uh, like on the periphery of astrology. I need to yeah. like on the low. I do look into it. I do think about it. I'm a Virgo um, and I do think I have a lot of Virgo traits. Kate? I'm an Aquarius. 
which mm. I also follow like an Aquarius meme account. Oh, nice. <laughs> Love those meme Instagram. accounts. They're actually uh, really good. Yeah, they're they like are. always like a little bit offensive. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Like, I'm always like, like, am I, I, I guess like what I gather is that Aquarius is supposed to be like kind of like low key rude. Um, really? <laughs> I don't know. I, what I also wanted you to ask you guys rude. is like, do you, have, <laughs> do you have any like Zodiac envy? Like when I was growing up, oh. I was always fucking pissed because Aquarius, like when you went to Claire's and they had like the Zodiac, <laughs> like little necklaces, the oh. Aquarius sign is like a vase of water. And I was like, I want to be an animal. Like I feel that I was mm. supposed to be born in April. I would have been a Leo. <laughs> no, I would have been an Aries. I think I looked Ooh. it up the other day, but like, that's like a, ram or like a leo is like a lion or whatever yeah, and i just right. always wanted one of like the i feel like there's a clear difference between like the lame signs and or like the just dumb ones yeah and the fun ones right totally and i always just had like a little bit of zodiac envy even though yeah. i don't really pay attention to it like what did you want to be well i think i want well the one i didn't want to be was a scorpio because every time you utter that <laughs> word everyone's like oh scorpio <laughs> right, and i'm like oh, that seems bad i don't know what that means but okay so as long as I wasn't a Scorpio, I don't know that Virgo is all that great. I think Leo is kind of like, you know, the shining star of it all. Mm. Um, but that's all I got. Amelia? Yeah, I would say Scorpio and also Gemini. People are always like, oh, oh yeah. Gemini. I always like Gemini because you got like the multiples thing. I would have yeah, liked yeah, to be sure. Gemini. But also like, um, I don't really know what that means. People who I actually mean, know astrology yeah. are probably listening being like, you don't want to be a Gemini. I know. Um, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would like, I always like kind of wanted to get into it and I'll like read my horoscope and then I'm like, okay, no, this doesn't apply yeah. to me. And then I lose faith. They do give you a real mixed bag of traits. Every time you look it up, there's like two good things about you. And then there's like six bad things about your personality. You're like, okay, yeah. well, someone told me I was like, uh, like meticulous to a fault. So thank you. Like, I don't right. know, like, I already know that about myself. Right. Yeah. That's right. so true. Also, I love how we're all um, like, so Virgo's the maiden, right? And then yeah. uh, Aquarius is the um, pitcher. Water bearer. Wa- water bearer. <laughs> nice. See, and that's why I'm like, I wanted an no, animal. I totally yeah. know what you mean. Because I, I was, so Libra is like the scales. And I was right. like, are you fucking Our joking me? Right? Why can't we are you fun kidding ones? me? <laughs> right. What the hell? Yeah, it's no. rude. It's yeah. So no what, why can't they all be animals? With, right. No one wants to wear a necklace with scales on it. Like, exactly. No Can I please be an animal? God right. damn. Like, no. Whatever. Who knew we had so much thoughts on this? We've literally never talked about this at all. Um, Okay. Last personal question is from at Molly Marie. Just for fun, what are each of your top three holy grail beauty or self-care products? Who wants to go first? Great question. Love this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I picked a hair care, a skincare, and a makeup. Nice. for hair care, I went with the Shea Moisture Manuka Honey Hair Mask. It's just like a deep conditioner. One of those ones that you like leave on for 10 minutes in the shower, use it as an excuse to stand under the steam for like <laughs> longer than you need to and then get out and your hair is all nice and soft. <laughs> Works really well. It's at Target uh, or on Amazon, but don't use Amazon. Um, oh, my yeah. skincare one is the one that I'm always recommending in our Instagram comments, <laughs> yeah. uh, which yes. is the Paula's Choice BHA liquid exfoliant. Love it. They need got to give my, you a I, cut of that. They said, Seriously, I you got recommended it to me and it was, uh, it's great. It works wonderfully. So good job. So thank yeah, you. Thank you. I got my mom using that and it's been like good. my biggest accomplishment of quarantine. <laughs> um, and then for makeup, I would say this is really boring, but I went with the Urban Decay setting spray because mm. I'm just like an oil slick. And it just, so you <laughs> got a lot, especially like if you're wearing makeup and a mask, like you just got to lock yeah. that shit down no matter yeah. how much you're wearing. So yeah. those sure. are my three. That was really boring, <laughs> but that's what I got. No, it wasn't. Amelia, oh, what are your good. Holy Grail products? I really like this brand called Versed and there, and I know mm. I've talked to you guys. They about should it. give you a cut too. They should. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, they should. No, um, it's fine. I there's this thing called the shortcut, which is a, an overnight facial, and you just put it on, you slather it on before you go to bed. And let me tell you, my skin can be scaly and just like feel like a boulder and I wake up and it's all moisturized and I'm like oh my god this feels so great so love love that one they also have another moisture again it's the whole moisture thing I'm getting older and I'm like I love moisturizers <laughs> um which is just uh, so depressing but uh it's called the skin soak and it's a rich moisture cream and again it's you know it's just a it's a cream it's a 
not super heavy, medium, and you just slather it on again, and your at least my skin soaks it the fuck up. <laughs> and the thing with me, and see, it's like I understand, Kate. I get the oiliness because I get that too. But then it's also it's like I get it's like dry skin and scaly and disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, it's oil. So it doesn't make any sense. And I'm just like so this difficult. Is, this is so rude. Um, I and I hate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. On that note, um, so so those two, but then also I like those little, um, like, I think, you know, you can buy them at Target, but you can also buy them in Sephora. There's different kinds, but the little blotting papers, Ooh, love yes. those, mm-hmm. love those. Yeah. Have you guys ever done like the uh, desperate version where you take the toilet paper covers? Yes, yes. And you can use toilet paper covers like if you're yes. in a public bathroom. It sounds gross, but it really works. No, it, it does work. I've heard of that. It yeah. works and you can also do it to the roots of your hair too. Ooh, yeah. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, good tip. Um, My three Holy Grail beauty products, because I am an aging pale white woman, my number one is prescription retinol. Everyone should be easy. It's the only fight I have. Yeah. We were been talking about this for years. I didn't realize you'd started without us. I'm almost 28. Um, (laughs) So I started, it like dries the shit out of your skin, but apparently it's like, you know, the only hope I have against just shriveling up. Um, So I use that. And then a makeup, I have soren by this since the eighth grade, hasn't let me down yet. And I've been using it for that long. It's the Bobbi Brown gel pods. It's eyeliner. It's like the nice gel eyeliner. I put it on, not anymore, but- Every single day for my entire life. It's easy to use um, by the travel size. But yeah, it's really good. You get like a bajillion uses out of each one little guy. And then my last one is a little tip for those who want to really smell nice, but don't want to spend like $200 on a nice perfume. (laughs) Fantasy by Britney Spears. I have never gotten more compliments in my entire life. I have also been rocking with that since the eighth grade. Oh my gosh, Men yes. love it. Women love it. Everybody loves it. It's just a real sure winner. It smells very sweet and a little bit, you know. So it's just nice little come hither perfume. I love that. And it smells very, very nice. And it's Fantasy by Britney Spears. You can buy it Are for like they still bucks. making that? Yes. You do have to go through a couple websites, but I find it. I manage to find it every time. I love that. Um, all right. Oh. Last category is miscellaneous. These are great. Um, (laughs) This one I think is the one I'm most excited about in this whole episode. At CMS2166 says, love your animal segments. Any particular creatures on your radar? (laughs) Thank you. I have one. I'm just going to start off. Yeah. I've been really thinking a lot about the cicada situation. Oh, oh my God. God. I almost put that. Not talked about it on mic, but I'm worried for you guys on the East Coast. Like, I've been reading like some articles. X or whatever. <laughs> and it's like descending upon us or uh. descending upon you guys. And <laughs> I've been looking them up. Seems like a bad situation. Never seen one. But uh, I've You've never seen cicada a cicada? Stuff. No. Remember when we had that? Remember when we had that giant green beetle that was haunting our office? Yes. (laughs) You know they're blind, and that was close to a cicada. That's like the energy that cicadas bring. Yeah, yeah. I also almost put the cicadas in here, but I was like, there has to be something better. So I looked up just like wildlife news, and the first thing I saw was that manatees are dying at an alarming (gasps) rate. No, they are. We have to save the manatees. This is a PSA. I don't know what we have to do to save the manatees. Use paper straws i don't know i would what i would use paper fuck? straws why are they dying kate i don't know i got too depressed and i closed out of the article you know however what? i love manatees always have yeah. yes wait what what the f- okay okay that's so insane because at my last job i i was tasked with doing this thing where you like have to share like today's news topics and literally this was like less than five years ago and one time i found a news topic that was like manatees are coming back and they're no longer endangered and so i shared it and it got everyone like did a standing ovation and wow. so now i guess never mind Never oh mind. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission says that this is an quote unusual mortality event. What? <gasps> oh, you're going deep dive. I'm sorry. I didn't That's mean to bring sad. us down. I just wanted us to be aware of the manatee situation. You know, you can adopt like man. You can quote unquote Damn. adopt them. And yeah, so maybe mm-hmm. everyone who's listening, you should do that. I'll Let's do that. Let's get right a tea now. time manatee. Oh my god, I would love that. Let's Honestly, name it. I'm down. I don't know. Tea bag. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop that. Well, yeah. Okay. God. Sorry. Um, 
I okay, so I was looking. There's this tweet that I saw. This is from like earlier on in April, and it's from at Gnome de Barbarian. And it's today I learned that raccoons riding wild boar on trail cameras is a whole ass genre. And it's just like these like people set up these cameras, you know, to photograph at night. And, mm-hmm. and he has like several pictures of raccoons riding wild boars <laughs> and like from uh, uh, different like <laughs> nights, I guess. And so I apparently that's what they do on purpose. Yes. I hope so. <laughs> Maybe. I don't. I'm sorry. I, that, that, I, I'm just I, hard I'm to tell confused, their intention in the, it's, the uh, video. Yeah, I think I don't know. They're using the wild boar to like I'd reach Get from up point to, a to point B. From, yeah, yeah, or just to inspect something. I don't know exactly what's going on, but it is interesting that there's like you know more than one um, instance of this happening. So, does it freak you out sometimes when animals are like smart enough to do that? Like it freaks me yes, out a little bit. Totally. They already have those like kind of human hands. Yes. I'm oh like, my is that God. too human? I know, isn't it wild? You're going to have to post this somewhere so that <laughs> okay, people listening can know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> it's really, really something when you put it in front of you. Yeah. So I'm trying to monitor that. I'll let you know okay. if there's any good updates. Thank you. So. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, anytime. Um, all right. Two more questions. Ellie Fristak said, who would you want to sing your breakup and love story anthems? Great Go question. Ahead. Break up Adele gotta be no one oh, better yeah. Mine. yeah same sorry same. <laughs> I'm so sorry uh, no, and no. then for the love's anthem uh, Harry Styles would sing it and it would be about Ooh. our timeless love he love would that. sing it all like about you and our Harry's relationship. timeless love all right yes <laughs> um, I thought when you're going through like the anger phase of your breakup also Pink is really good and kind of like Ooh, scream yeah. sing her mm-hmm. songs that's great and underrated. Then- a really underrated Taylor Swift song, I think, for when you're like at Ooh. the acceptance stage of your breakup is I Forgot That You Existed. It's just like a great <laughs> kind of fuck you, I don't think about you song anymore. Really um, good. And it kind of yeah. makes you feel a little bit more powerful than you were before. Mm-hmm. Those are really good. I would, who would say sing also, your love, Wait, who would sing your love song? I don't know. No, but I don't know. <laughs> Pass. Okay. No, one, no. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Amelia. <laughs> no. Um, Kelly Clarkson has some mm. good breakup songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, so Definitely. I just, and I love her. I think she's great. Yeah. So. That mm-hmm. could fall under the pink, like kind of anger, kind of yes. FU stage. Totally. Yeah, that's yes. a good one. Last question. Saving the best for last, perhaps. <laughs> At GD Lee 9270 asked, what do you think about the term chuggy? <laughs> okay, some basic oh, background. This term has been like in the discourse for a couple weeks and it's spelled (laughs) C-H-E-U-G-Y and it was coined in 2013 by Gabby Rassan um, and then it was recently sort of brought back by Hallie Kane, who's her friend, on TikTok. And it is a term that Gen Z and now ourselves are using to describe a very specific, basic, sort of off-trend millennial style. And I think it would have just like kind of gone away. Like clearly it did in 2013, but now millennials like can't stop talking about it. It's kind of like what we did with the side parts and the skinny jeans where like Gen Z didn't really make it happen. We did it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So the definition of chuggy, here are some examples. It's just like, you know, things that Gen Z are like, they see millennials doing or wearing or talking about. And they're like, wow, you're embarrassing and chuggy. Sort of like the girl boss energy. Uh, live, laugh, love signs, uh, minions, yeah. Uggs, <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter or Star Wars merchandise, uh, yeah. uh, Chevron, like the pattern yeah. Chevron, oh, graphic wow. t-shirts, um, like infinity tattoos, bird, tat- like the flight of birds, <laughs> tattoos, basically like anything that was cool in 2013. I was just going to yeah. say, this is like the Liz Kelly, just college experience is yes. all of those hot this is just buzzwords. Like, Pinterest so 2013. Oh. Um, so yeah, uh, it's one of those things that like would have died away, but like millennials are like really offended by now because we're like, <laughs> the office was also on the list of things that are cheesy ah, because fuck. it's like popular with millennials, but like not cool anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And I just cool. worry that we do this to ourselves, you guys. Yeah. And I know we're doing it by talking about it on this podcast, but the only people I've seen talking about being chuggy are millennials who think that they are chuggy. Mm. I've not seen any cool TikTok teens being like using the word, which then makes you think that it's like chuggy to talk about chuggy. 
Is that like Chugi Inception? (laughs) Yeah, we got to text Zoe and see what her thoughts are on Chugi. We do. We have to be like, Zoe, keep it Uh, real with us. Are we Chugi? Yeah. Um, Yeah, really tough. It's just kind of like another synonym for like basic, I think, sort of. But more specific and painful as the teens tend to do. Yeah. So, Amelia, (laughs) I know that I know that you've been following Chug Life on Instagram. Oh Any my thoughts? god. I love Chug Life. Chug? Oh my god. No, I love Chugi. I think I I love the word one. Just like great mm-hmm. job with the yeah. word. Great. Super um, fun to say. Super fun to say. I was spelling it with an H for some like another H for some reason, but then I like anyway, I went down a whole internet hole of something else. But anyway, um I think it's really funny and I do think that, you know, 2013, 2012, like very much that's the genre. I think, um, do you remember the website Bitches Love This or Betches? Yes. Like I that's do. very chuggy. Um, <laughs> yeah. We had a debate you brought up that they said that the mass singer is right. chuggy. And we actually like objected to that and said that no, it's actually the voice. It, yes. It, uh, the voice in American Idol. Very From chuggy. what we understand, more yeah. of like right. a mainstream. Yeah. Thing. It, yes. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, the mass singer was never cool. Like, no, I don't it's too weird right. by it's definition. Too, it's too weird. Totally. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's so sorry. I just, I'm like obsessed with Chugi now and I'm like, Chugi, Chug, 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 Chug. We'll, we'll reclaim Chugi, uh, yeah. for our own purposes. <laughs> yeah. I've accepted fun. it. This is all, yes. all those things you said were basically about me at a certain time in my life. And that's, it is what it is. And you, that's grow. how trends work. You know, exactly. we'll, we'll coin a word in 10 years for the TikTok teens and fucking Crocs and right. they will be part of this as well. It just happens yeah. to all of us. You know who's like very, very, very just on brand chuggy? <laughs> Holly Madison of the Girls Next Door. Everything oh, about her is so chuggy. Like she was a Playboy model. Um, She was big in like that era. She's a Disney person. She loves oh, yeah. Disney, Disney, Disney adults. adults. That yeah. was big on the that was a big chuggy. Um, I think she likes Chevron. She really likes that that specific hot pink color. Like, yeah. you know, she's wearing like two-faced makeup and just, you know, mm. which, I mean, go, go off, do it. I right. love that for her. But <laughs> she like, she, if you were to think of anyone who was like a picture of them under the definition of Chugi, it's Holly Madison. <laughs> That's good. Wow. I feel like you guys described that extremely well. Well Thank done. You. Okay, that's it for the mailbag. I had so much fun doing that. I love those. They're episodes. so fun. Love a mailbag. Love a tea bag. Yeah, and thank you guys for sending them. Um, we love reading through even all the ones that we couldn't get to. I'm sure we'll do this again. Still mm-hmm. have news has never been drier. Mm-hmm. So we'll just probably reach back in. <laughs> Check at back some in point on the manatees. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, Kate, really though. Um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, Kaya, uh, who produces this godforsaken podcast. I'm Liz Kelly. <laughs> I'm Kate Hallowell. I'm Amelia Wetmeyer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.